Hi, I'm Maddie. And I'm Emma. And this is the Content Creatives Podcast. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. So today we are talking about, did you know that you can get a brand's attention as a micro-influencer? You don't need 100,000 or even 10,000 followers to get a brand's attention. If you're looking to get your favorite brand's attention, this podcast episode is for you. Before we get started, let's do our question of the day. And the question of the day, oh, sorry, it's always a lie. <laughs> and the question of the day is, I had to do it. what's something new you've added to your fall wardrobe? I actually didn't think about this one before. I, I don't know. Uh, mm, I can go first. I, I, mm, yeah, you go, go you go. So one thing I started seeing like people were posting was the shirt jacket or the jacket. And I was like, oh my God, I want one of those. And so, but instead of like ordering one online, I was like, you know what? I could probably get this thrifted. And so I went to Value Village for the first time since the pandemic, which is crazy because it's been so long and uh, decided to like go out there. And I found, I found an it's like a size medium. So it is oversized, but it's like this Eddie Bauer, like, like flannel kind of vintagey looking, but still like trendy. And so I have, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to call it a jacket. And because I mean, it technically like, you know, is the same size as it. So yeah, that's like one thing that I was very excited to add to my fall wardrobe. I ended up buying another play jacket. I was like, oh my God, I don't think I need to, but I was like, whatever, it's $5. I'm buying it. (laughs) You always need to. Two is always necessary. Never say no. Oh my God. I literally came in here needing one thing and I walked out with more than one thing, but that's okay. So yeah, added a jacket. Isn't that always the case? Yes. Yeah. I feel like I'm always like, you know what? It's fine. I'll just, I mean, that's actually for the, for the one that I did think of, um, that's exactly what happened with me. So urban outfitters has this really cute beanie that every year I've wanted and it like goes viral. Cause it's like the cutest thing. It's like the chunkiest beanie you've ever seen. And like, there's no dupe on Amazon or anything like it that I've ever seen. Um, it's just never as chunky. And so this year I was like, screw it. I'm going to buy it. So I got that. And while I was on there, I got it in two colors. I got a scarf and two blouses. So okay. I'm so I, excited to see it. I know <laughs> I'll need to show you. Oh, when we do our winter photo shoots, that'd be cute. If you want to try it on, it's seriously the cutest thing I've ever seen in my entire I'm, life. And I've been wanting one for years. I mean, it was just time to, I mean, especially if it's like a product where that comes back and you're like, wow, I still want this. Like, I think it's just like worth getting. Yes. I want to see it. Yes, I'll have to show you. I'm very excited about it. It just got shipped out, so I'll keep you posted for when it gets here because I am ridiculously excited. And all right, you guys will have to let us know, too, if you have added anything new to your fall wardrobe. And let's go ahead and share a few ways to get noticed by brands as an influencer. And first, we both wanted to share a quick story about how we've both gotten a brand's attention. Um, One example that I'll use is just actually a local hotel that I've stayed in a few times now and I tagged them in a bunch of, we basically went there, shot a bunch of content. I tagged them repeatedly said, this is where we had our 
day. And they actually reached out directly to me um, saying, hey, can we repost these pictures? And kind of from there, I went to ask for their email and sent them some images from our trip. And, you know, we started talking and they offered potentially exchanging a stay for some additional photos for them to use. So I think just, you know, tagging a brand and showing that you loved the place that you stayed and talking about them organically was like a really great way for me to get that particular hotel detention. Yes. I love that. And one of the things with like hotel collabs is like, uh, it's like once you work with one hotel and you share about it, like other hotels realize that like, Oh my gosh, like you work with hotels. And so uh, that's, it's always been like one hotel leads to another hotel collab and another one. And so yeah, that's a great way to like get started, especially if you're like interested in entering the travel niche and um, just starting to do like exchanges with, you know, different hotels around the city. So yeah. for for me, I think my I, like favorite story on this about getting a brand's attention is when I started my blog in 2014, I started tagging organically um, American Eagle Outfitters because I worked there in high school and then I continued to shop there during college. Like I always had a pair of AE jeans like for every school year, I swear. (laughs) And um, I remember this specifically my senior year. I remember picking up a pair of moto jeans and they were this like, oh my gosh, like kind of a deep green color and they were skinny fit and they just had kind of it was just so cool I mean they were like moto jeans and I wore them to one of my very first blogger shoots with Holly and within the first month of tagging them on Instagram they reached out and they sent me a $25 gift card they were like hey like thanks for like I I know I was I was dying I was like I probably only had a couple hundred followers on Instagram you know I mean it was like this is like the very beginning of me just starting to blog. And so a year mm-hmm. later, I graduated and I moved to Southern California where I started um, working and uh, American Eagle that, that year, they were hosting like a jeans contest on Instagram. And I remember I was like, oh, I should just enter this. Um, and I had one of my friends just like take a photo of me in my American Eagle outfitter shorts in Manhattan Beach. I mean, we we're just like out and about and I was already like wearing the shorts. So I was like, hey, can you just take a pic of me? And um, I was one of the 10 winners. I won a thousand dollars. Wait, <laughs> was what? Like, what? Yeah. That was like again at the very beginning, like I don't even think I had two thousand followers, but I was just like, oh my God, what? They're literally hosting a contest. And all you have to do is post a photo of you wearing these jeans. I was like, I'm entering this contest. And so yeah, that's like one way. I got their attention. And so a year later, another year goes by, I moved back to Seattle and I'm like, okay, I'm going to start taking blogging more seriously. And then American Eagle reached out and they're like, Hey, I want you to be an AEO style ambassador. So it was like crazy again, like it happened like over the course of a few years, but literally started with hey. just me in college wearing their jeans, tagging them. Take time, man. I love that. Well, and that also kind of goes to show the importance of like fostering relationships, right? Because you can't just like 
you can't just have one collab with a brand and kind of like let things like, but you know, it's just like, you got to continuously, like if you can continuously like organically like post about, or, you know, just like continue to engage because then that way you are showing that like, you're like actively engaged with the brand and that makes you a better person for them to work with rather than, you know, someone who they just randomly reach out to. So I think building those mm-hmm. relationships is key. Yeah. So yeah, that brings us to our very first tip on getting a brand's attention. And that is to come from a clear point of view. So at this point, there's millions of users on Instagram, which means there's a ton of content being posted and shared on a daily basis. So if your goal is to get noticed by brands as an aspiring blogger, content creator, you have to figure out how you're going to stand out. And so Our biggest piece of advice is to clarify your point of view and start with a mission statement. So if brands see your mission statement in your Instagram or your your blog bio, they'll understand what you do. And they'll also be able to determine if the content that you create will be aligned with their goals for their blogger and Instagram collaborations. So I'll give an example. If you blog about fashion and beauty and a furniture company like Ikea, you know, they're looking for influencers to work with. They might not approach you because they're looking for content around setting up your living room or your kitchen, but you know, they look at your Instagram profile and they see that you're, you know, mainly fashion and beauty, but then Mm -hmm. also on the flip side, I've actually had this happen before brands sometimes want to work with influencers in other categories to access a different audience. And so, yeah, especially if it's an audience that it's like, it's furniture, everyone buys furniture or like, you know, just as like kind of just trying to, it's a brand that every person could relate to and they might not necessarily be going to that page for that, but it could still like inspire a purchase. Yeah. And so one of the things for me personally is I tend to land beauty campaigns, even though I'm not specifically beauty, right? Like I'm fashion and lifestyle, but beauty brands know that my audience is predominantly female and on the West coast. And they also know that like, I appeal to like, you know, that modern woman as I share style and content creation tips. So yeah, I mean, I I think no matter what, like even if a brand isn't looking for like that specific niche, like they'll still remember you for next time, right? If they do want to work with someone in that specific niche. So I think it, it, you really have to come from a clear point of view. Like a brand wants to be able to like get on your page and know exactly like what type of content you create. Mm -hmm, Exactly. Yeah. I think it just kind of being clear with like who you are and what you offer just from the get go is super important. Mm -hmm. All right. And then tip number two is that you should already be a fan of the brand. So over the last few years, we've learned that brands will really want to work with you. If you're already wearing or using their products and services, brands are going to love it when you're already sharing what products you use or what you wear the most, it's going to make it a lot easier for them to reach out to you because they know your audience is used to seeing you talk about their brand and product, and they can see how it performed. And if you're truly a fan of the brand, you should also be tagging them on Instagram, using their branded hashtags, engaging on their account. I mean, there's so many different ways that you can just show some love on social media that will be really impactful when you're trying to build a relationship with the brand and especially like tagging them and like using the branded hashtags are such easy ways to if you're already posting content might as well just add those two tiny things on it almost takes zero extra effort and it could potentially help start a relationship with the brand 
Yeah, like I had a girl recently message me because I was just doing an unboxing for Seychelles shoes. And she was like, oh my gosh, I've been trying to like reach out to them, you know, whatever for like this past season. Like I bought six pairs of shoes from them and I absolutely love their shoes. And I was like, oh, awesome. Yeah. Like I, I mean, I have a relationship with them. I'm just like on their PR list and they send me shoes, you know, once a season, which I love and I'm like super grateful for it. But, um, like yeah. her, I was, I was like, Hey, are you tagging them on Instagram? And she was like, Oh no, I've never tagged them on Instagram. And I was like, wait, what? I was like, oh, you bought six pair of their shoes, but you've never like tagged them. I was like, wait, I was yeah. like, oh, you, that's, I was like, hey, like tagging them, like using their hashtags, like showing that like you're already wearing their stuff is like a way to get their attention or at least like get an email address. Like if you send them a DM and I told her, I was like, hey, I tagged them like in my fall photos last year, just, I like, didn't even get them directly from their website. I like got it off Lulu's and then I tagged them in the photos and they saw it and they were like, Oh my God, like, Hey, can we just like send you shoes? And I was like, mm, okay, sure. And so anyways, yeah. <laughs> I was like, just tag them. So yeah. Okay. Which I think that's me... a really great like point oh, too. Sorry, yeah. Sorry. If you're already wearing it, just make sure to tag it. I mean, if it's already on your pictures. Might as yeah. well add a quick little tag. Yes, which brings us to tip number three, which is you should already have an engaged and authentic audience. So in 2020, brands are working with micro-influencers. So there are still some brands out there who have audience size cutoffs who are like, sorry, we only work with micro-influencers, which is totally fine because the truth is there are plenty of opportunities for influencers under 100,000, under 50,000 even under, you know, 10,000 to work with brands. Mm -hmm. What matters to brands is that your audience is real and that they're engaged. So using bots, which I honestly, I think there's been so many penalties with Instagram, like banning accounts using bots. You know what I mean? It's like, not. Yeah. I just, and I think, no, it, no, it doesn't. I, I feel like it wouldn't work. And it's so easy to tell if someone has used bots, right? Like if they posted two seconds ago and they already have like a thousand likes, like in the, are a micro influencer, it's like, okay, how did that happen if you posted two minutes ago, you know? And then if you yeah. see like they only increased by like 200, it's like, it's really, it's fairly easy to tell. And a brand is like, I'm sure there's a ton of back end analytics that they have access to that would be able to prove that. Yeah. And I think at this point, it's like you just don't even need that, a massive following number. So it's just like not worth it to even buy, you know? So, yeah, using bots, mm -hmm. even like using kind of the comment engagement pods. I know I remember seeing comment engagement pods go from like 10 people to like literally hundreds, like hundreds of people in those. I can't, what are the telegraph, telegram? I can't remember what the thing is called. That one app where I think it, yeah, one of the, isn't it like a WhatsApp kind of like thing? Yeah. Like a, right? Like a separate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's different, right? If you're able to like foster like real relationships with like a core group of influencers, like that's totally fine. But like bots, engagement pods, buying followers, like that doesn't result in like a real authentic and engaged audience. And according to Collectively, which is one of the um, influencer platforms that I use, anything that inflates real engagement will hurt influencers. And there are online tools that allow brands to see where their engagement is coming from. So they are able to identify if like an influence comments and engagements are coming, you know, 
from like the same group of users or fake accounts mm-hmm. like fuck. So yeah, they're able to like see all that. So it's just like not worth it to like and honestly, I feel like people will end up shooting themselves in the foot. Like if you have a hundred thousand followers, but like half of them were bought, brands are gonna still expect to see some sort of bump in engagement, right? Like within their mm-hmm. account. And like if you're not delivering, like they're not gonna work with you again. And so yeah, just something to think about. Well, it's like, just like you said, people are like brands are willing to work with influencers at all levels right now. Right. So if you're just kind of exactly like you said, shooting yourself in the foot by raising expectations of engagement to a certain level when they might've paid you a very similar amount or even like engage with you regardless. And you're just ruining the relationship right off the bat instead of building that trust, building that relationship, and then down the line, gaining more collaborations even if you have a smaller audience. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. All right. And then tip number four is that you should be consistently creating great content. So are you posting to Instagram three to five times a week? Are you creating videos or blog posts once a week? And then how often are you creating new content? Because brands want to know that you can create new content for their brand and for their products. If the last time that you posted on Instagram on your blo- or your blog was six months ago, do you think a brand would still reach out to you to create new content, especially because they're reaching out to a lot of influencers and, or maybe they're not, maybe they're just trying to be really strategic about who they're reaching out to and why would they kind of craft and use that time on someone that they're not even sure is still engaged. So I think it's important that you're constantly putting out content and they can kind of get a gauge for what your content's going to look like. If you've been consistently posting and you have a consistent theme or the way that your content looks is exactly what they're looking for and they can see the consistency there, that is really helpful for them to know when you are going to be a good person to work with. The best predictor of future behavior is past behavior. So if you want to be taken seriously and work with brands, you just have to show them that you're already in the business of creating content. Yes. Like I, and I get it. I know like life happens and sometimes like people have to take breaks. Right. But like overall, I I mean, I I can't remember which article it was. I think it was, I think it was from like later, like later.com. And they were talking Mm -hmm. about how like brands literally monitor if you're before they decide to like work with you, if you're posting once a day versus three times a week versus once a week. Right. Because part of that, right. is like you, and this is this is pure numbers, right? The more often you're mm-hmm. posting, the more chances you have of being seen in feed. And sometimes like brands want that opportunity to be seen in feed, especially if they're looking, to, they're trying to figure out influencers to work with, you know, for like two, not just one, a one-time post, right? They're looking for influencers with, with three time, you know, three different posts across three months or whatever that may be. And so, yeah, I think it's important to like, really take a look to see like how often you're 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 creating new content so yeah sorry guys before we wrap up today's episode we want to leave leave you with one bonus tip and the bonus tip is you should have a balance of sponsored and original content brands want to Mm -hmm. know that yeah brands want to know that they'll be able to fit cohesively into your feed but also not be lost in a sea of sponsored content and you also have to think about your audience. They started following and engaging with you because they like they like you for who you are and the content you create. Um, 
And yeah, and sometimes just like having too much sponsored content, I think it just gets lost, right? And like, yeah. So yeah, just think about that, having that that balance. I know it's like really easy to get excited and like say yes to everything, but you also have to think like brand fit, like audience fit, like if it's going to make sense for your audience, like there's been campaigns out there where I'm like, mm, I don't think my audience would even like be interested in anything like that. And so, you know, you have to mm-hmm. turn it down. So yeah, it's a whole balance of things. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's super important too, because it's like, if it, and I also think that's all the more reason to raise your rates as well, because then you won't be accepting as many collaborations and you're working with the brands that are, you know, like willing to pay you your worth if you do raise your rate. So even though that's like a little bonus tip there, I think that's just a little plug for why you should be charging more. Because if you are getting to the point where you're getting enough offers to the point that it's it's kind of clogging up your feed, I think that's a great call out that you may be charging too low because you like there's so many brands that like want to work with you and your time is worth a lot of money. So if you are able to charge more, you should. Yeah. No, that's a great, that's a little great plug for that. Cause it's like, I think a lot of influencers like once to start to make money, right. They're like, oh my gosh, like, well, I want to make sure I can bring in X amount. So I'll always say yes to the first, you know, five or seven people who reach out to me. But in reality is like, you can make the same amount working with three brands. If you just raised your rates, like you don't, it's not always mm-hmm. about volume. Like it's really like, you can think about quality and increasing your rates and, and just testing that out. So yeah great that was a great point all right well thank you guys oh, so much gotta, gotta always call out the money yes. <laughs> sorry the zoom no, makes okay. it so hard if anyone doesn't know we're doing this over zoom and i always like i've been interrupting people left and right at work because <laughs> zoom is just i think mine's delayed so apologies emma <laughs> I keep oh, interrupting all, you. <laughs> all right so thank you guys so much for listening to this week's podcast episode we'd love to connect with you on instagram if we haven't connected yet at the content creatives podcast our personal instagrams at emma's edition and at mad cray and we'll see you guys next time bye